0: Hello, and welcome into this edition of the Golf Central podcast presented by Callaway Golf on Lab. Soon to be joined by Rex. And hey, you guys want to talk to Masters? Masters is upon us, the 86th edition of the year's first major. We're excited. You're excited. Let's all break it down on this here podcast. We're going to give you the favorites, we're going to give you some sleepers, we're going to talk about the golf course. And yeah, we're probably going to talk about uh, that Tiger Woods guy who's playing his first official event since November 2020 at Augusta National, ironically enough. But before we get into all that, first a message from Callaway. And Callaway has developed their longest irons ever in the new Rogue ST line. These irons are breaking ground with a high-strength 450 AI face cup. It's never been seen before in the industry. Callaway has continued to push innovation through their patented urethane microspheres and have massively increased their precision tungsten weighting. The Rogue ST lineup is available in four options to suit every type of player, including the Rogue ST Max for incredible speed, forgiveness, and performance. They're available now. And for more info, visit callawaygolf.com. Rex, you know this is a major because I just nailed the read. No stumbling, no
1: stammering.
0: uh, Completely nailed it. Uh, it is definitely, definitely a major week.
1: I think you have your major game going on. We're actually in uh, we're in the Augusta National Media Center, which is palatial, right? That, that's the way you would describe sure. it. It's palatial. We actually have our very own room that we've been allowed to do the podcast from. And we, we it, if you can believe this, he and I actually are living in the same house this week. And there hasn't been any talk. What COVID? About, what COVID? There hasn't been any talk about grilling. That's not true.
0: Uh, that is not true. Uh, our lovely homeowners, uh, the, the home that we're renting, has a Kamado Joe in the back. I would have loved to fire it up. Uh, this isn't really the week uh, to do so. don't have a whole lot of free time. Although, after the weather delay uh, kind of curtailed play during Tuesday's practice round, uh, Rex and I headed out to the local barbecue store. I picked up 80 pounds. 80 pounds of Barbecues Light Pellets. You bought what? Two?
1: Two, rubs, two things? That yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sure your wife will uh, one for approve. chicken, one yeah. for uh, pork. Uh, that's delicious rub on chicken. I yes. think I recommend that one. Uh, yes, you will definitely uh, enjoy that. Uh, apologies uh, to listeners at home. I do have a sinus infection. I know I sound a bit nasally. Um, I'm going to try to not, not hawk up uh, any sort of mucus uh, during this podcast. No guarantees, uh, but just be forewarned uh, about that in this podcast. Rex, let's talk about the masters. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the golf course. First time we've seen it in a year. I covered the Augusta National Women's Amateur. You arrived uh, on Sunday. Look, by and large, looks like the same golf course. I think that the chairman, Fred Ridley, said in his address on Wednesday, perhaps the fairways have slightly wider corridors. Perhaps there's a little bit uh, less of a second cut. You're going to see some balls. Potentially, if they're not shaped the right way, kind of skittle, uh, scurry into the the skittle. Mm, I was thinking about skittles. I had some earlier. Going to be uh, kind of skittering into the pine straw. Other than that, we've seen some changes on 11. A little bit different golf hole with some trees removed, three trees strategically planted. You Still have the alleyway on the right. And 15 uh, with the tee moved back about 20 yards. So now you're probably going to have long irons, hybrids, five woods uh, into one of the most uh, difficult greens uh, on this golf course what was your impression over the first couple of days just walking around here
1: I think it was Tiger Woods who was asked about 11 said it was a completely different hole and, and I hadn't seen it until we walked out there with Tiger this morning during his final practice round and it is different it, it's it's really jarring how different it is I mean the fairway I think by JT's estimates is 60 yards wide now and about the landing area and those trees are really well placed like when you see them the bailout off the tee is going to be to the right. It's always been to the right because there's water down the left-hand side woods. But now you can do that with some degree of confidence, but you're going to have to create a shot going into what is now a, a much more difficult green to get to for a lot of the reasons that have been pointed out this week. I think the slope on the right has been exaggerated a little bit more. They have pulled the pond on the left up a little bit more. Chairman didn't say that. He that, did not acknowledge that that was Jordan Speeth who, who mm-hmm. talked about moving the pond up and they can do they can they can move ponds around here that doesn't seem to be an issue for him. I think most of the changes are going to be the ones that we'll probably end up talking about will be on the greens you talked about 15 I think there's some subtle differences on the greens but 11 is stark I mean to the point that we're used to coming here. and and barely noticing the little things oh it's not been like that forever you're right that's different that's just the way they do things around here 11 is a dramatic difference it is a dramatic difference i believe the architectural
0: term is it's a a cantered fairway uh architecture wonks you can uh correct me on that the left side is a little bit more raised and so it's probably a little bit more generous of all that potentially would be heading into the trees left it's probably going to kick back right and then you can have that ball below your feet uh, into what is a very difficult green the bailout area uh, right of the green as you mentioned uh very difficult i don't think that's quite the easy up and down that it potentially had been over the past couple of years other than that look it was augusta national golf course looks virtually the same got about what an inch of rain over on, an inch and, and a half inch saw, and a half yeah. of rain it's been kind of uh Uh, kind of spritzing I would say didn't really have heavy rain on Wednesday although uh, play was suspended for about two hours during the practice round because of uh, some lightning in the area it really hasn't been that bad we look at the forecast for the rest of Masters week Thursday looks pretty good Friday and Saturday much cooler temperatures temperatures right around 60 even uh, low 60s if you can get there for your high temperature but more importantly uh, wind gusts of about 25 miles an hour uh, that is going to be delicious fun. Let's get into the reason why you're probably listening to this podcast, and that is Tiger Woods. He's going to play. As of, quote, right now, uh, he is going to play in this Masters tournament. That is not a surprise. After he announced uh, over the weekend that he was going to be a game-time decision and then logged nine-hole practice rounds on Sunday. On Monday, he uh, just practiced in the tournament practice area on Tuesday and then went out on the second nine on Wednesday for one final loop with Justin Thomas and Fred Couples, you and I have had an opportunity to see Tiger play this week. Give us your impressions.
1: I think the fact that we're just now talking about Tiger, we've been yammering for oh, people have definitely fast-forwarded to this point. Yes, yeah. Please, time and a half. Find the Haley, find the timestamp, and put that in boldface. Please keep us moving along. I think both of us have been impressed, both with not just his swing, and we were just talking about this about how it. There is no effort in the swing. I mean, we I, we go back to two thousand. No effort. Well, there is no effort in as much as when you go back to two thousand eight, and this is the comparison that he made yesterday that I think you scoffed at. About I did. Go, I did that, scoff at this about the idea that oh, it's not. It's nothing compared to what I went through in two thousand eight. Trying trying to comparing the pain that he's going through now versus the pain that he's going through then. It was a broken leg and a torn ACL and everything else that we don't. Know. His leg isn't broken right now. His leg is not broken. I don't want to try to, I mean, this seems like you're you're parsing when you're talking about degrees of pain, and I'm never going to sit here and doubt Tiger Woods. However, we all watched in 2008, all 91 holes, I believe it was, and he winced on almost every single one of them. He was clearly in pain every single swing. I haven't seen one wince this week. I mean, the swings are smooth. He's got speed. I'm not saying that he's not going after the golf ball. But I'm saying it just feels differently. I'm sure walking up and down these hills is difficult on him. I'm sure the lengths he's going to have to go through every morning and every evening essentially to put himself back together again and then to get ready the next morning are are going to be extensive. I mean, anything knowing what little we know about this injury, about the extent of all the injuries he's had to deal with, this isn't going to be an easy week for him. That being said, the swing's impressive. The fact that he's optimistic about where his game is that's impressive. I'm still not 100% sure he can go 72 holes. That to me is the litmus test.
0: I was very surprised to hear Tiger say that this is a completely different animal than 2008. You to- think too? I-, I did. And look, he had a he had a broken leg and a torn ACL, but the issue with Tiger in 2008 was not during the course of the swing. He could make contact without any pain. It was as soon as he tried to complete his swing is when he felt the jolt of pain. That's when he winced. That's when he keeled over. That's when he you know, would kind of drag himself off uh, of the tee. Now, Torrey Pines is a pretty hilly golf course. I'm thinking going down three, going down 13. I mean, not
1: hilly really like this.
0: Not hilly like this but it's not the easiest walk. The issue here is the walk. It is not the golf swings. It is not pushing off his right side onto his left side yeah. during the course of the, the swing. He can make the swings. It's literally, can he drag himself uh, uh, around the silly train, which I think is probably the most difficult uh, walk in all of golf. We, I, I mentioned it today uh, on live from Brooks Koepka was kind of in this position last year. He was, I think three or four weeks removed from surgery to repair torn ligament and dislocated kneecap and he said it was excruciating pain and it was really some of the longest days because he was getting treatment before the round getting treatment after the rounds tiger is getting treatment not just for his rebuilt right leg don't forget he had a fusion surgery on his back about five years ago and that is still uh, omnipresent uh, in the life and times of Tiger Woods. I'm with you. The swings that I've seen have been very impressive. Still has plenty of pop. Still has plenty of speed. His ball speeds right in that low to mid 170s for comparison. That's where Colin Cruz is at uh, all the time, and he's the world number three. Uh, so Tiger Woods has plenty of speed in order to keep up with some of these young bucks uh, in this Masters tournament. For me, the biggest question mark is, over the weekend, does his body wear down? And I, I'm already uh, fast-tracking him to the weekend, if you if you notice that. The Masters is the easiest cut to make of any major championship. I do believe he will cruise onto uh, the weekend uh, quite comfortably. The question for me, and whether he gets into contention, is whether his body can withstand the semi-two holes. And over the weekend, when he gets tired, does he hang back and flip it? Does he hang back and flare it out to the right? is he in a little bit more discomfort and not able to make those
1: easy swings that we've seen so far in practice? I think the punch shot question were expectations for Tiger Woods. How, I, he, how will he fare was the question. How do you fare? And I said 72 holes, and I said anything around top 30 is going to be a, a victory by any measure. I think it's a victory by any measure, him just being here. I'm not one of those, and you were going to breathlessly wait in now. I'm sure you said winning is, is no. how he would fare. I, no, I said I, I fully expect him to contend. That, that, that's a step too far from me right now.
0: And look, Tiger Woods would not be here. He does, oh, not, do, in his mind, he does not do anything ceremonial, but he's clearly seen enough both at home and practice in South Florida and clearly in his preparation here at Augusta national that leads him to believe that he still has the goods. If Tiger Woods did not have the goods and he did not think that he could contend in this golf tournament, he would not be here. He would have packed it up and jet at home.
1: And I, I think there's something to that, but I think all of the simulated tournaments he has played at home and he has played simulated tournaments at home. Those are on flat golf courses. Without, this isn't that flat. It, it, By comparison to this, are you kidding me? Yes, it is flat. It's in Florida. So it's very, very flat, especially by comparison to this. Comparison to really to any other course you could m- probably mention in this podcast. Just don't know how he has been able to get to the point that, okay, my leg will be fine come Sunday afternoon to the point that I can make one of these patented runs. Yes, if he's two or three strokes back and he makes the turn onto the second nine on Sunday afternoon, there is an institutional knowledge that we should all just bow down to because he's going to figure out a way to win. I just don't know how he gets there. I said uh, I expect him to be finished in the top 15. I said top 30. So, so that's fringes of contention. I kind
0: of expect him to top be. 15 could be nine being, strokes back. I expect that's him to continue. be in the mix. I expect him to be four or five shots back heading into the weekend, somewhere around there. I think he'll play reasonably well over these first two days, and I would expect him to, to slide back a little bit. Over the weekend, I think that's a very realistic expectation for Tiger.
1: I, I don't disagree with that. I don't know the top 15 is really contention because if you kind of look I'm saying that, he's, he's been in contention at the halfway point. And then I think he'll fade. I, I do think he's going to make the cut to your point. It's it's, you only have to beat a handful of there's some amateurs mixed in there, some past champions that probably shouldn't be playing. And so I, I do think he will make the cut again. I'm just going to go to, and maybe it's the low hanging fruit. I'm going to go to 72 holes. If he can make it 72 holes, and on Sunday afternoon, if he can smile and say, I I played my best. Then you're going to write a flowery column saying, this is Tiger's greatest performance? Rainbows and unicorns is what I'm going to go with. Because honestly, two months ago, you and I would have rolled our eyes on this podcast. No one could see it because it's not a visual medium. But we would have rolled our eyes with the notion that somehow Tiger Woods is not only going to be able to play 72 holes at Augusta National, but he's going to find himself in contention.
0: Isn't it possible he was just uh underselling his progress this entire time
1: no i don't think so because if you go back to what
0: happened how two months ago he said i have quote a long ways to go he actually sounded a bit pessimistic i would think about his chances then all of a sudden two months later is it coincidence that phil mickelson bows out of the masters and suddenly tiger says i yeah i can i can gut it out for 72 holes
1: he also said he would play in 2022 in that interview with CBS at the Genesis Invitational. He obviously was not saying, okay, I'm going to play at the Masters. I think he felt like at that point in time that, yes, my body's to the point that maybe – I can play the Open. I can play the Open Championship at St. Andrews, a relatively flat golf course that he knows and plays well. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think he's had vast improvements over the last few weeks to get to where he was. Because even going back to last year when we were in the Bahamas and, and those quiet moments when you, the cameras were, were not on, you could see he was struggling. He was having a hard time. I didn't time. Even think
0: he looked that good at the Hall of Fame uh, uh, did not induction look great I didn't think Hall he looked fame. great. I mean, that was a long day. It's a long night. He doesn't want to sit there for
1: two and a half hours. I understand that. He was shuffling around. And going up and down the hill at Riviera for the Genesis Invitational. Didn't look great there. I mean, if you're going to start adding up the pieces, there was no, no way I, at watching him walk down the hill to give Joaquin Neiman that trophy. I would have thought to myself, yeah, he's not playing. Augusta. He did bound up the stairs. Uh, what you bound up the stairs? Bounding
0: up the stairs. Bound, he he bounded up better than a 46 year old with five, uh, no more than that, uh, six knee surgeries, five back surgeries, uh, and a rebuilt right leg. I thought he looked pretty good for someone going up those steps.
1: All right, next week's podcast is going to be interesting because you have top 15, I have top 30. What was the next punch shot question?
0: Next punch shot question. Who is who wins? All right. So I think we can both agree Tiger Woods is not going to win this 86 Masters. If he does too big to write to I can
1: that camera
0: take take wires i'll just handle the amateur sidebar uh which is all uh, that i will be able to Five muster. things we
1: learned is what i'm gonna go with
0: yeah um, we could do one of those little lists those little listicles those always do well uh with seo searches all right so if not tiger throw out some names people got their master's pool people got their groups people have been hitting me up on twitter they've been texting me they're playing the little 20 dollar office pools how about some some picks?
1: Some guys who can win. I went with Scotty Scheffler in, it's a bit of a prisoner. Wow. World number one. World number one. It's a bit of a prisoner Winner of three of his last five. Yes. For all of those reasons. He is clearly the hottest player on the planet right now. How are you doing? You are right over there? Finished my power
0: raid. It's going to be a raspy
1: rest of the podcast. Yeah. Apologize in advance. Sorry. (laughs) I like Scotty too. It's an audio medium. Let's be happy with that. Um, Scotty was the easy pick, the low hanging fruit. And simply because of all the reasons you just pointed out, hottest player. On the planet right now. But it has more to do with what we have seen on the PGA Tour this year. And what we have not seen is the John Roms or the Colin Morikawa's or the Jordan Spees or the Justin Thomas's or the Roy McElroy's of the world step up and actually win. And so, by attrition, I don't know who else I would throw in that category. I guess the other one would be Will Zalatoris. Well, he doesn't even have a win on the PGA Tour. He doesn't have a win on the PGA Tour, but he finished runner up here last year. He is first on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach, and we can all agree that's a key stat here. I thought you said this was a putting contest. It is to a certain degree, and he is not. But you've
0: you've come over on the. You've come over on a. I think
1: statistically, I will acknowledge that. Look, it is very much a second shot golf course, and and probably seeing what they did to eleven has been influential and in pushing me in that direction more than anything and else because now you're going to hit a two,
0: 230 yard shot
1: having played that hole and now thinking to myself even if i hit a good drive i'm not quite sure how i'm going to get this anywhere close to the green because the bailout is right but if you bail out right you're probably going to end up in the water left like there's no good options when this course is fire. you don't really want to lay up to like 40 yards either that's not really in your wheelhouse i i just <clears I did, throat> don't know how i would play it now putting is an issue when you talk about Will out tours, but yeah, i thought he looked he put and well and, awesome. and He and his made switch, a couple
0: tweaks to the putter.
1: He and his coaches talked about trying to simplify things on the greens, and that's certainly a recipe for success around here, if you can keep it simple and not try to read too much into it. But I like Scotty simply because I don't know that anyone's got more confidence than he does right now. And in his two starts here, he's finished about high for 20th, which is, is pretty good for a guy that's coming out learning the golf course for the first time around. I just think it's going to be one of those free-for-alls this time around. I do think that this
0: is one of the most wide-open masters uh, that I can remember. And I don't dislike Scotty. Uh, I don't have any particular reason why he wouldn't be able to win here, winner of his last three of his last five. He's able to work the ball both ways with the driver, hits sky-high uh, iron shots. He's clearly very tidy uh, on and around the greens. But I think you could really go down, I mean, the top 15, 20 players in the world and nitpick. I don't think any player has kind of a a flawless resume, record, attributes. Who uh, is the favorite? When you come uh, I, I think John Rahm be. is uh, the odds maker's favorite. But,
1: but so you could pick him apart but pretty. So, so
0: so here we go. Like if you just throw throw out a name. John so you, you throw out John Rahm. He is hitting the ball better than he has in his entire career. He's ranked second on the page of Torton Strokes game and Green. He has been dreadful. On around the greens, he gets.
1: You should tell him. I that. think a little bit defensive. He reacts well little, to that. I think he gets him. a little
0: bit defensive when you call. Well,
1: let's hope uh, he
0: not listen to out his putting. Uh, but I think this is the type of place that can bring out more of his imagination. I think like Jordan Spieth, he's a guy uh, who's kind of a feel putter. He's kind of visual in that respect. But John Rom, you can throw out his putting and say no, he can't win here. Throw out another game. Uh, Roy McIlroy would be the one that I would mean. Roy McIlroy. Uh, I think we all know about his driving. His putting has improved substantially over the past couple of years. Two things with Rory, two things that you could nitpick. One, slow starts since 2011. Of course, the disastrous uh, 2011 Masters when it came to Rory McIlroy. Just once has he opened the Masters with a round in the 60s. He has gotten off the slow starts, and then he kind of backdoors his way into good finishes. That leads me to believe that's pressure. If you are not starting well in the Masters, knowing everything that's at stake, uh, that is what Brandon Schamp, did a good record.
1: job of breaking this down. Right?
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. But the bigger thing with Rory, it's something he's going to have to somehow sharpen uh, over this master's week is his iron play 98th on the PGA tour in strokes gained approach. If he'd had enough rounds to qualify by far the worst of his career. And as you are now acknowledging Augusta national and the master's tournament is a ball striking contest proximity to the hole and uh, approach play distance control uh, are all of paramount importance and roy mcroy does not quite have that throw out another name
1: i don't want to call out another website because i don't think that's cool in in, in in journalism to do that but there is another name website. names that did uh, that did a top five sandwiches list this week hmm. and barbecue was number two and i thought that was the most outrageous and ridiculous didn't thing they just remember- start that sandwich i i there's no tradition i don't know that, no respect for tradition i don't know that barbecue is in my top 10 sandwiches here it's going to go do you even have 10 sandwiches uh yeah they do i'm only gonna do five though because i've been thinking about this list so i'm gonna start with egg salad because i'm a big fan uh that's my number one yeah and then mm-hmm. the fried chicken sandwich would be next it's not a huge fan of a cold
0: fried bread uh, uh cold breaded sandwich
1: it would it, it would be better if it was warmed up but i'll put a little mayo but a little lettuce uh i actually put mustard on it i don't know why i feel like that's a south carolina thing to do that hmm. uh and then i go pimento cheese i know it's an acquired taste some people more like of that
0: it. and on a curry board not on a sandwich
1: no no it's really good got a little kick to it got a little spice to it mm. uh the master's club which i find that's to my be number two. Delightful. it is delightful it's like so simple uh, but yet it tastes better than any sandwich i make at home during lunch and then the, the last one which I, I had a hard time putting this fifth but it's the it's the ham on rye uh, I'm not sure I've ever had that one. I'm not a huge ham fan unless it's Easter. And you're killing some hot dogs this week. Oh my
0: God. Housing them. Just take it easy. I am up, I'm at eight and counting. That's not good. No, very unhealthy. Style that back. Uh, let's let's do that. Uh, I'm a big fan of the chicken salad on brioche. I think that's one of the big shining stars of these past couple of years.
1: The sandwich they don't have, and I don't think it's something that you and I partake in very often, but it's that peach ice cream sandwich. Apparently, there's some uh, supply chain supply issues. Supply chain issues. Do yeah. not have it this
0: year. People are up in arms apparently about uh, no peach ice cream this year. Uh, every morning for breakfast, I have a coffee, and I have a chicken biscuit. Uh, you want to talk about eight you hot You don't dogs. eat the
1: biscuit. You eat the chicken. I've seen you. You throw the biscuit no, away. No,
0: well, it kind of crumbles. kind of crumbles. It's not like this is a Chick-fil-A biscuit. I wouldn't say that's the best item. I just enjoy it in the morning. I'm probably going to have a donut. I have apple slices every day. You eat awful. Um, you've got to try awful. Better. That's one word for it. I, I'm kind of a nibbler. I like to snack. I, I dabble. I used to go for a Snickers bar. Uh, I, th- I talked about Skittles earlier. I think I probably will go uh, for another bag of Skittles. I like the sort of like cheese platter. They, they roll out here. I don't about, feel like you're going to three well. o'clock. Uh, as you have heard me crunching, uh, I do like the carrots uh zucchini and celery so loud with the run it's not my fault it's not my fault uh i do love a little vegetable tray and And of course you and i yes we have been killing the crows nest, not the actual beer just a cup no none of us like blue moon uh (laughs) uh, if you have been to Augusta national the crows wants to be a sponsor though (laughs) if you'd like to be a sponsor i would not turn down a couple cakes uh but it's not my favorite beer it's definitely like might be my least favorite beer but it's um, a cool logo uh cool logo so we've been keeping the cups and i'm sure we will do that again probably right after we finish this podcast you know we should have done we should have had beers we should i had crow's Nest beers while we do this podcast
1: no because we have the golf Writers dinner tonight which yes. is going to transition to so you yes. and i have, a, have an interesting night we uh we uh, at won a golf riding award this year for a very well-written story that i cannot remember what it was about phil phil at the oh, pga wow. Interesting. phil's phil's last win uh, i got to write phil's last win the last time phil was happy maybe
0: and probably the last time phil gives quotes uh that were on the record
1: <laughs> very good and then we also have to uh we're we're awarding some some award winners tonight i have adam scott you're awarding some award winners uh, yes we sorry. sure are we are presenting uh some <laughs> awards uh mine is adam scott for being media friendly um, yeah what, what it is and i think i voted is, for him and you, yeah
0: <clears throat> and yours is patrick cannelly uh, My name is Patrick Cantley, and I get, let's give a, let's give a shout out to Patrick Cantley. Here's a little peek behind the curtain. Two days ago, uh, there was probably some miscommunication. The invite may have who dropped the ball. Invite may have gone into a spam folder.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Patrick Cantley knew that he won the Ben Hogan Award for perseverance and/or uh, overcoming adversity, which he certainly has done. Uh, not just injury, but also personal, personal tragedy: losing his best friend uh, in a hit-and-run accident. He was the recipient in 2020. We are just now getting around to awarding him in 2022. Now that we have a dinner, he knew he won the award. He did not know that we have a golf writers' dinner on Wednesday night at the Savannah Rapids Pavilion. I'll tell you what, Rex Patrick Cantley rallied. We taped a little three question answer using our Golf Channel cameras. We were just going to clip it. We were going to play it, and he asked me, "You know who 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 won the uh, who won the award in 2019?" It took me. Here we go. Five or ten seconds, and I go. Tiger won the award 2019. goes, huh? Did he go to the dinner? I said he did. He went to the dinner just as he's gone to the dinner every time he has won the Player of the Year award. So Patrick Cantlay, his manager Preston Valder, got to give them both a lot of credit. He went from 48 hours ago not knowing he has dinner to now he's not just attending.
1: What time our is his golf time on, dinner on
0: Thursday? I haven't looked.
1: It Whatever it be is, early. It be early.
0: Uh, I'll have to check on that. But at seven fifteen tonight, he's going to receive the award, going to give a few remarks. He's bringing his entire family, and they asked to stay for the duration. I think that's really cool. Credit to him for recognizing how important this is uh, to us dweebs uh, in the golf media and understanding uh, kind of his role as a as a
1: professional. You're going to be a nervous wreck. That just makes it worse for you, doesn't it?
0: It does. I much giving uh, us giving a, a, a speeches one of my least favorite things to do it's not
1: really a speech you realize that like, it is a speech it's, it's it is an intro speech is an introductory you're just, speech it's just introducing someone it's so you're you're you're, so you're going bullet points i'm going bullet points kind of off the top of my head i'm gonna riff i'm gonna have fun with it i'm trying to make a joke i'm trying to make people laugh and i'm trying to get off stage
0: mm, trying to make people laugh that'll always go well i have a 295 word speech that i've timed out to be about a minute and 35 How seconds How many times have
1: you, have you done this to yourself
0: a lot uh, I do need uh, our friend Pat Kravitz uh, at Augusta National to print this out for me. And I'm hoping, hopefully it'll be waiting for me uh, at the lecturing. Cause I will, if, if it's not there, I'm just going to be, folks, put your
1: hands together for the one of the most exciting players in golf. Wait a Patrick second. Patrick. Uh, one more, one more look behind this, <laughs> behind the curtain. I, I offered to pay the, the golf writing award. I offered to pay lab a thousand dollars. If whoever is going to hand him that award, if he walks up on stage and just slaps him and screams at the top of his lungs, keep my name out of your mouth, and you he, he won't do it. M- MF a mouth. Not, not just worked. your mouth. No, you M- can F-Mouth. keep it. It's, it, it's magic. Keep you can it PG. Keep, you can keep it PG. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, for some people uh, who would have potentially been presenting me that award, I would have gladly done it uh, for, for no money at all. That's if just... I would have been
1: presenting you the award?
0: oh I, I think we would have i think we both would have enjoyed that <laughs> uh there's certainly some people who had they presented that to me i would have gladly done it and you would not need it to pay me unfortunately uh that one's going to be left on the cutting room floor i do $1, like $1, grant dollars. boone grant grant boone is emceeing the evening uh golf jails grant boone uh and so i will not be hitting uh grant uh, I, I like him very much should we transition back to uh the masters tournament haley Good luck printing out these time codes. You're probably just scratching your head ah, saying, what the hell are these idiots. two getting into? Um, you needed to throw out another name. You've thrown out Rum. You've thrown out We're Rory. Still doing this. Yes. You
1: don't realize I was trying to steer nope. the conversation away nope. from... Spieth. Make the case for Jordan Spieth. Make the case for Jordan Spieth? Yes. His record here. I mean, how five many times top, did... Five top uh, threes if they start. Threes. Yes. That's the only... I, I don't need to say anything else. I will say this. I will say... The last time he played was his best ball-striking week ever, ever on the PGA Tour. Ever. And his worst putting week ever, ever. on the PGA Tour. All, like, it's not even close. I don't by know almost, how to – Almost three shots. I don't know how to, to connect those dots. And we're yelling inside Augusta National Media Center building. No one's knocked. We, we have the on-air light on. Apparently. Ever. Ever.
0: I don't by know how to connect those two dots. I don't know how to reconcile I do, those two things. It's almost the exact same thing he did last year's Masters. All right, let me have it. Jordan Spieth last year okay. at the Masters was nearly first in strokes game approach. And he was nearly last in strokes game putting at this very tournament, a tournament that we associate with Jordan Spieth, filling it, filling it up from everywhere, using his creativity, using his imagination. I mean, this golf course is, is tailor made for him. And it's been, I, th- I think, very interesting over the course of his career, his form doesn't really matter coming I mean, in. He's here. done it numerous ways, You're numerous right. ways. When he won in 20, 16. He lost in a playoff the week before he's contended here with missing the cut the week before he's come in here uh, kind of with these middling events, like we saw at the Texas open. I, I still, I still think putting is a serious concern for Jordan. He kind of dismissed it as kind of some speed control last week at TPC San Antonio. Uh, That's we, we have, we have a large enough sample size now to know that it is concerning. He is 180th on the PJ tour in stroke team putting 152nd inside 10 feet. That's the range he's going to be living in all day, whether it's for birdie or for par and for a guy who's not yet comfortable in that range. I know he said he worked with swing coach, Cameron McCormick deep into the night on Monday. They think they stumbled upon uh, a fix and now it's just getting comfortable. He said he was making a lot of putts in practice. Still need to see it in a tournament.
1: It's a concern. I don't know if it's my concern. I'm... It's, it's the only concern must be. He's you know, actually hitting it better than last year. And, and, but I, I think there's some smoke and mirrors there because you don't do the things that he's doing, which seem pain and contrived and whatever it is he's trying to do. Randall with did not like the swing. If uh, Randall doesn't like the swing, I don't like the swing. I trust, uh, I trust Randall. I mean, I have my own opinion, but I think you're right on this particular front. I, when you look at it, it's just, I, I don't pretend to be a swing expert for all the, the reasons that are obvious, but when you look at whatever it is he and Cam are trying to do, it just seems like it's forced and I don't know that you can show up at a place like this and start thinking swing. Sorry, Siri, we're in the middle of Siri, a podcast if you don't Siri, mind. please. We're busy right now. I don't know if you can show up at a place like this, trying to paint by numbers and get it done. And I know his record here. But to your point, we can pick apart every single person. I mean, there's always – I can give you two or three reasons why I like Scotty Scheffler. And then if you put my back against the wall, I can give you two or three reasons, okay, why Probably shouldn't have been my pick. That's what
0: I'm saying. This thing is this thing is wide open. Wide open. I mean, Kyle Morikawa. He talked about how, uh, you know, he needs to just trust himself and and still play his pattern a draw. He doesn't need to kind of rethink and retool his golf swing just for this one particular week. Victor Hovland. I think we're all curious to see how Victor Hovland and what is and what is literally among the worst uh, short games on the PGA Tour. How he's going to handle some of those missed greens that he's sure to have in the second and third rounds when the wind is blowing. 25 miles an hour. Patrick Cantley, his record uh, in the major championships has not been great. Perhaps he's going to be uh, inspired uh, by my speech tonight. I would actually uh, take credit uh, if he did go on. Your to feature
1: win. didn't seem to inspire him at the players. No,
0: in you? fact, it seemed to uh, put him in a tailspin. Justin Thomas, here's a here's a player. Uh, I would call him a very trendy pick this week, Rex. I think actually I think he's second uh, among the odds makers. Uh, I think I last saw him about 12 to 1. JT, his record at Augusta National, surprisingly poor. His only, I would call him, ten- contention, and it really wasn't uh, that contention because Dustin Johnson blew everyone away. It was in 2020, the November Masters, when the golf course played totally different. Other than that, it has not been great, and I think that's kind of emblematic of his entire major record. Just five career top tens in the major championships. That, of course, includes the 27 PGA uh, championship they won at Quell Hollow. He was the first to admit on Tuesday in the press building his record in the majors has been very, very what are your thoughts on JT
1: underachieve he was asked specifically do you feel like you've underachieved in the majors and there wasn't even a pause there wasn't a blink there wasn't a anything it was absolutely I've underachieved. I love that that's uh, honest I that's do true. too and this goes back to last and, he, year. and he's right this goes back to last year when we asked him to grade your season and I think he gave us a solid D minus disappointing we, he had to be he be reminded that you won the players championship last year and it was still dismissive and absolutely not so I mean this is Shot full of sodium pentothal when it comes to being honest about his game which is what we all love uh, about JT what I love about him this specific week is he talks specifically about putting too much pressure on himself and and you actually had an interesting point as we were walking this morning we we're playing <coughs> the tiger and, sorry and you don't want to pause you don't sorry. To, you don't want to Haley, mute That Haley can you can mute that if, I mean a professional would have muted it or just yeah reach for water or whatever it is water. you're going to do water. You made a good point this morning we were walking the practice round with Tiger Woods and JT, and uh, Fred Couples was along for the ride as well. <laughs> hey, Freddie, what are you doing here? But JT talked about putting too much pressure on himself, specifically at this event, and I think there might be something to your point that he might be putting too much pressure on himself at this event because of his association with Tiger Woods, because he is the one that Tiger gives advice to. He's the one that he feels com- Tiger feels comfortable putting his arm around, telling him that no – you don't hit to the right at 11. You.
0: Aim- I don't even think of that. I don't even think it's just masters, but I think it's just major championship, maybe related at all. I mean, John Rom uh, was in the uh, interview room yesterday. He said, you know, you know, JT is the only one who's receiving advice from Tiger Rom kind of got stonewalled. And so, yeah, he has all the tools. He's got bones on his bag. He's got all the shots. He can various trajectories. He can shape it both ways. He's got Tigers advice. He knows exactly what to do. It's just been a matter of execution, but I think it more, isn't just masterly. I think it's major championships at all. And, and look, I think his association with, with Tiger is, is terrific for JT. He's basically living out his childhood dream. I mean, this was his, this was his childhood hero. And now he's, he's Tiger's personal practice round partner. Uh, when it comes to these major championships in particular at Augusta national, I think he's still, even if it's just subconsciously trying to live up to Tiger's expectations for him, trying to, justify you know kind of being in that realm being in that world being surrounded by greatness he wants to make sure that he can elevate himself into that company that may be thinking a little bit too deep into it but i think in some ways you could make you could make the argument that the tiger effect has actually had a negative uh negative influence on on JT in the majors.
1: I wouldn't go so far as to call it negative, but it certainly is an impact when you talk about someone who already put a lot a lot of pressure on himself. I don't think that's new for JT. My guess is if we were to ask Mike tomorrow morning his dad if we saw him, this is something that he's probably always done. He just strikes me as a tiger. He's person. a he's
0: a perfectionist.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, the association with Tiger Woods has probably just compounded that. I'm going to transition to who is going to be the biggest disappointment this week.
0: Uh for me, we already talked about it. It's it's Rory. I, I think his iron play is a is a huge concern at a at a golf course where distance control is at a premium, and I know you're in the bag for Rory, uh, but this golf course, when it gets tricky, when it gets to being a scramble fest, uh, when course management really uh, plays a huge plays a huge role, doesn't have it.
1: I don't know that that's terrible. I I went one way with if you look at his record, you went you went the easy route with Bryson. No, I, I did go the easy way, uh, but not with Bryson. I went with Brooks, simply because... And, and Your it, biggest disappointment is my winner. Is it really? Yeah, oh, wow. I think Brooks to win. That's interesting, because I don't know that he can flip the switch. And we, I have said all along that I'm not going to get concerned about Brooks until we get to the major championship season, and he continues to have these struggles. My thought right now is, I don't know how you can just show up at a golf course like this. As you pointed out, that's going to be so demanding and so exacting and suddenly flip a switch. We have seen him do it. In the past, I just think there's a, more holes in his game than have been there in the past. If you look at what he has done ball striking-wise, he's 107th this year on the PGA Tour in strokes gain approach. His, his ball striking's just not there. Now, the short game has been solid, and we saw that two weeks ago in Austin. We certainly saw it in Phoenix when he put himself in the contention. But I haven't seen anything else out of his game that leads me to believe that he is ready, and I think it is going to be a disappointment. Brooks Kepka
0: four top 16 finishes in his last six events. I think he's playing a little bit uh, better uh, recently than perhaps you are giving him credit for. And look, you're exactly right about his approach, but he's actually losing strokes to the field, which is very surprising. He's never been kind of that JT Morikawa realm of, of, of elite iron players, but he's also uh, never been this poor. I wonder kind of the new equipment, the new golf ball, perhaps there's a, a betting in process uh, for that. Now, the reason I did pick Brooks uh, to win this golf tournament uh, for a couple of reasons. First, you think back to his record on this golf course, had the opportunity in 2019 uh, to win and kind of deny Tiger uh, that 15th major championship, a little bit sloppy uh, coming home. But prior to last year's missed cut uh, when he was walking around uh, on that injured leg, 10 consecutive subpar rounds. He plays this golf course very well. You think about the difficult conditions that are be- going to be coming in, on friday and saturday that's right in brooks's wheelhouse he has been very critical i would say this year of setups on the pga tour thinking they're too easy thinking with the holes cut six seven paces from the edge of the green you don't get that at the major championship there's certainly a penalty uh, that is put on shots that are not placed in the right spot missing it uh, in the correct areas it's 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 going to be a scramble fest for those two rounds Brooks is up to the challenge. I think he also, something about him, a little bit of chip on his shoulder this week. I, he was not invited. This week. A chip this on his shoulder in, this week. This week in particular. was not invited into the interview room. I don't think he was necessarily pleased uh, with the coverage uh, at the match play when he made a pretty good run there and eventually lost
1: uh, to who? DJ? Who's the DJ? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was that yeah. Saturday morning match, which was really good, by the yeah. way. Um, All right, Haley, we're going to get him out of here on this. Who comes close but no green jacket? That's the final question of our punch shot, which you should check it out on golfchannel.com. Hmm. Don't remember who I said. All right, then I'll pick up the slack here. I said uh, John wrong, Simply, because... I think I said Rum. Well, and, and I think you and I are probably have the same mindset here. If you look at what he has done this season, he has played solid enough. He just hasn't played great. He lost the world number one ranking. But if you look at his game, at least statistically – I mean, he's not that far off from where he has been, let's say, the last two years. He's just not getting over the hump. And I think this is just going to be more of the same. I fully expect him to finish inside the top ten, which he has done in his last four starts here at Augusta National. I just don't know if he has the firepower at this particular moment to get it done. And I'm talking specifically on the greens because we talked about his putting yeah, firepower on the and, greens. And I don't want to be the I don't want to be the one that says it, that he's struggling with his putting. You said it, but he's struggling. With <laughs> I did <laughs> But he's struggling with his putting.
0: Uh, here's what I wrote: He might not be the world number one anymore, but he's arguably the most complete player in the game. Really? He's striking it the best of his career. Some of his well-documented short game woes, hello Rex, uh, are a bit overblown given the small sample size. It's not like he suddenly developed the yips. He has the variety of shots and imagination required. To notch his fifth consecutive top ten here. Boy, that was beautifully written. Beautifully written. Yeah, John Rom doesn't get it done though. You, you essentially agreed no. with me. Who you comes didn't. close but no green
1: jacket? Exactly.
0: Doesn't yeah. get it done. Uh, would it surprise you if John Rum was no. determined? No, absolutely, not. absolutely not, uh, absolutely not. Rex, is there anything else you wanted to get into? Do we, we do sleepers? Let's do let's do sleep, sleepers. People got to fill out these masters. Books. I felt like my Will Zalatoris pick was my sleeper. Okay, that's a that's a fine sleeper. Uh, Paul Casey. Is a sleeper. His I don't back, know if he's feeling back. better. Yeah, okay. I'm not 100% not, sure. Really? me text him? Please do. Okay. It, it, it popped up at the Valspar. He WD'd there. Obviously, he played two holes in the match play. If he is uh, healthy, uh, Paul Casey is certainly a name to watch. Sam Burns, world number 11, making his Masters debut. He's been, a, a, I think, a quick learner. I think you could say over the course of his PGA Tour career. And Will Zalatoris showed last year that first-timers could have success, even though we still are looking for a first win since what 1979? Buzzy, yes, not had a winner since 1979. Louis, sorry, you're gonna be playing with Tiger, got no chance over the first couple of days. Matt Fitzpatrick, this thing gets firm and fast if the wind blows through here, dries out the golf course. We heard the sub air system pumping. I like uh, Matty Fitz, four top tens in his last five starts, even though he just grimaced. Uh, I'm not sure what that was about. Corey Connors, Thomas Peters couple other guys I think have been playing well lately. Shane Lowry. Look out, Rex, for Shane Lowry, especially if the conditions uh, deteriorate. I'm going to go Before with the another
1: week. Irishman if you had to put my back against the wall. Podrick? You think Padre? Seamus.
0: Your boy Seamus Power. Why? Why? I just like the way he's playing. Let's see. Let's pull up Seamus. T5. Match play. Other than that, uh, there's three consecutive miscuts leading into there that really got you
1: – really got you going i i had a chance to meet him i had a chance to get to know seamus i have a lot of respect so now
0: for him. So now, so now that seamus knows your name you think seamus is a sleeper is that is no. that how you, is that how you want the people no i listen to this podcast i think oh, he's playing well he likes me no i think he's
1: playing well i don't even think he likes
0: i just read his record he's not particularly playing great what about scotty what about scotty
1: you're scotty sheffler nope adam uh no i think he's probably got other things on his mind right now like the dinner Sure. He's worrying about what I'm going to say off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> all right, folks. I f- hope you found that productive. You probably didn't, but that's okay. We'll do it again next week. The recap pod. We'll probably do that from uh, the rental house. We'll be a couple of de- uh, beers deep. We can read you uh, our entire stories uh, verbatim. Really? Start to finish uh, on next week's golf central podcast presented by Cal. Golf. If you guys enjoy the masters, make sure to check us out on GolfChannel.com all week for all of our Masters coverage. Talk to you guys later.